This is an RNZ podcast. They say it takes a village to raise a child. I'm Catherine Ryan, and here we draw on my conversations with experts on Nine to Noon to help you navigate family life. We're discussing tips for successfully getting children into a love of tramping. The weather's warming up. International travel's off the agenda for now, and many New Zealanders are thinking about how they might see different parts of our own backyard in a different way this summer. Jamie Stewart is a keen tramper, father of three, and on the executive of Federated Mountain Clubs. He says there are lots of great ways to kick off a love of the backcountry. Jamie, thanks for coming in. Another glorious day in Wellington it is. Uh, Pleasure, Catherine. (laughs) It's one of the things we might talk about. What do you do with the little kids when the rain comes? Um, Look, you're a busy family. And, and a young family, just a fairly newborn as well. Uh, yes, we have, we have an eight-year-old, eight a five-year-old, and a, and a two-month-old. So a, a different outdoor journey beginning. It does. How, how early will you get out into the outdoors with, with kids? Oh, I think it starts straight away. Um, you've got to show them and make it a habit. Um, as a dad, you've actually got... Uh, you don't have many levers in, the, in that first few months. But one lever I think you do have is the, the baby gets passed to you, it's sort of happy, uh, you can rip its clothes off, you can take it outside, you can uh, you know, expose, expose it to the sun, um, expose it to the bird song. Um, and and uh, my kids at least have all responded really well to that. So from that earliest age, you begin that introduction to outdoors? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, kids are sensory beings. You know, they want to... Uh, experience the world, and I think that starts that starts straight away. Can you do family activities still with a baby that young? Like, how ambitious might you get on a on a, even a day trip out? Family activities uh, depend not only on the kids but also on the parents and their levels of experience and what they're comfortable with. It's really important that you that you do things that that you are comfortable with, and they they don't need to be big. Uh, we do a lot of heading down into our local river, uh, our local streams and, and, and bush. Um, and we we started that, started that off straight away. As soon as the baby's big enough to be carried in a sling with mum and, and the other two kids, uh, you can walk five or ten minutes up a river, find a little spot. Um, that, that's all. That's all the, the little kids are, are after, really. And uh, yep. So for a newborn baby, you've got a sling. How does the equipment uh, up, up, upgrade as they get a little bit older? We go into a front pack or something, or what? Yeah, sling. It's been a while for me since the last one, but yes, us uh, sling. Typically, a front pack. Um, I've always personally found the front packs don't last very long. They're a bit hard on the old uh, abs. Um, move into a backpack as, as soon as you can. Uh, with our kids, it's been about six months. Um, I remember with our with our firstborn, our daughter. Uh, hit six months and you're away. Yeah, it's, <laughs> when, when you when you've got a firstborn, you've got a, you've got a handbag for a while if you're an experienced outdoors person. You can really have some fun, uh, and uh, make the most of it. <laughs> it's a golden year or two. Yeah. Uh, the, the the journey changes a bit after that. Once they start walking, so uh, that's mm-hmm. a good point actually. When they're very young, uh, you're in control. That can change. The other thing about the backpack, as soon as it is practical and sensible to get there, is it's a bit like the old um, prams and push chairs, isn't it? Baby can see more. Like at the start, it's probably cool that baby can see mainly mum or dad or whoever's mm-hmm. carrying mm-hmm. them. But mm-hmm. but once they're a little bit older, if they can see outwards, oh, you know, from your own experience with children, what are they experiencing even at that quite young age? As you say, they're very sensory. Uh, kids, b- before they're moving, you know, they, they're looking around, aren't they? 
Uh, it's looking, looking, looking everywhere, trying to make eye contact. Trying, presumably they're trying to smell, they're trying to touch with their hands. Straight so, in the mouth, of course. Straight most in things. the mouth. Yeah. Um, getting them down into, into natural environments and, and giving them a range of you know, experience around that water. They, they love water. So you made that important point. You stay in your comfort levels, and your comfort mm-hmm. levels may well um, predate even having kids. Stay in the environment you know mm-hmm. and, and, and are confident in. Mm-hmm. You mentioned stuff changes a little bit by the time we're up on our feet. And mm-hmm. what does that mean for um, recreation? I think, and I think this is an area people generally don't do that well. Um, I think when, when kids start walking... Uh, you want to look even harder at the environments you're taking them into. Uh, kids all like um, natural surfaces, you know. They like tracks with roots and rivers with rocks. Um, I think sometimes people are a bit reluctant to get them in there at too young an age. We we tend to get unduly stuck on gravel paths sometimes, flat gravel surfaces. Uh, I, I found, you know, with my kids, they just respond so well to actually been in the bush, actually been in rivers. It's that safety um, conscious society that we are now and with good reason. But again, does this come down to you knowing your environment? If you're going to splash around with little kids and and get the mossy rocks underfoot, mm-hmm. you want to know the waterway that you're dealing with. You want to be confident um, and, and obviously onto it mm-hmm. um, and not getting out of your own area of knowledge and competence and confidence. That's right. That's right. You, you 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 want to be their rock in the outdoors as much as you want to be their rock in the rest of their life. So you have to be confident first and foremost. Uh, but cr- giving them that gift of actually being able to comfortably be in the outdoors is also about habit. Um, it's not something that you're going to give them if you go into the outdoors uh, once every few months. Uh, you know, actually getting out there uh, daily, weekly sort of basis. Um, Giving them those movement skills and those decision-making skills that comes from uh, moving across terrain, um, uh, running around on the beach, smashing through waves. And every every um, minute that they're out there, they're making decisions. And they're uh, coming to grips with their own body. And, and yeah, that, that habit that, that you can, can create for them is really important. What have you done with your older kids at various ages and stages? And let's get into now to tramping and perhaps mm. longer trips where uh, you're also going to stretch not only their physical muscles and their balance and their proprioception and all that kind of stuff, but their um, tolerance and, and patience. And, you know, instead of after two hours, when's the ice cream and we're going home? Mm. What have you been able to introduce at different ages with your older kids? Um, I... Personally, I would really like to emphasise um, tramping doesn't have to be about suffering, about getting to a certain place. You know, it is really more about being there. Some of the best trips, we've done longer trips with our kids, but some of the best trips we've done have been where we've been creative. Um, you know, for example, we did a great trip in the Puriora range. I'd heard about this community group that had been uh, trapping um, to protect Kokako, which is the most beautiful sounding bird. And I've got a rough idea you know, of where they were living. And, and we, we found a spot where we could park up, walk an hour into the bush, through the bush, set up a, set up a tent uh, and camp for the night. Um, wake up in the morning with the sound of kōkākō. Um, walk back out, but you're only, you're only talking an hour each way. But it's just about being, being creative, not, being, not, 
not been doing what not doing what you're told to do. You know, what not I mean? starting off on Te Araroa. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> even, not, even not starting off on a four-day tramp yes. on, you know, where you've got to go boom, 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 boom. Yeah. A lovely email that sort of actually times in right perfectly here. Our track to taking small children tramping was to make it all about them. We made the days short to start with and had food that they liked. Mixed some nice to have treats with filling nutritious food. The labelling of high fibre bread and water as mountain bread and water respectively made them sound something special. Each child from the age of two carried a small pack with a snack, water bottle and warm jacket in it in case of emergencies. Bushcraft lessons were wound into every conversation. When small people were tired, a ride on top of a grown-up's pack helped to ease the problem. Don't worry about taking too much stuff. Children can sleep in their walking clothes just like adults do. Take pictures, then at home make a story about it. We had a teddy that went on the many adventures and seemed to <laughs> pop up in every picture. The kids seemed to smoke up, soak up information and experience without realising they were learning, and we had some great family experiences. They're getting it right, aren't they? Oh, fantastic advice. Yeah. yeah. I, I think they've uh, pretty much covered my do list. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are... Um, what are some of the situations you come across, though, either to, to be avoided or to navigate? Like, what are the moments where you've had someone unhappy, and how have you navigated that? Uh, okay. Uh, it's quite easy, especially on longer trips, to get um, get yourself into uh, an inflexible situations. <laughs> uh, the problem with four- or five-day trips is that it's always really hard to pick the weather. Um, and... If, you, if there's one good tip for going tramping with kids, it's just go in good weather. Grab a grab a good forecast. Grab a night. Um, but yeah, with longer trips, you often can't do that, and getting out of that can be can be tough. Um, uh, to be avoided, really. Um, uh, yeah. yeah try and try and avoid your kids getting cold. Yeah. And that can happen. Well, let's talk about gear actually, because mm-hmm. even if it is a day, a, a day trip, uh, little people's bodies are different from big people's bodies. Mm-hmm. And what have you learned about uh, how much and then how little, depending on conditions, and certainly having both covered off? What do you need to think about packing, even for a you know mm-hmm. few hours mm-hmm. trip? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd always have a, a, a complete spare pair of clothes, even a, a towel to get them dry. My my kids have always been uh, a bit prone to jumping in, in rivers and. Uh, and lakes and stuff, even uh, on cold days. So I've always had to had to get a, have a have a towel to dry them off and a, and a new uh, set of clothes to put them in. Um, good shoes. Yeah. What about footwear at different yeah. ages? Because that's the other thing. You, mm. you don't want to make four hundred dollars sort of expensive footwear. Oh, no. What will they need, and where can you get it from? Well, even to be honest, number one shoe warehouse is where yep. we go for our shoes. Yep. Um, I really like to put a plug in for 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 good old fashioned running shoes. Um, we have a, historically had a bit more, too much of a focus on on heavy packs and, and boots and tramping. And, and for kids, it's, yeah, I, I think as long as you get them in the habit of walking on terrain, it's actually really unnecessary and can be detrimental to their experience. And um, get get them in good shoes, even just for general life. You notice a lot of people don't have their kids in good shoes. But they don't necessarily have to be the top of the line three-figure oh, no. cost. No, $40, 50 from and the Warrenshire Warehouse. Two other vital things that can change very quickly, even on a day trip, is the amount of warmth you need and then um, the windbreaker rain situation. What kind of kit do you have for each, for your kids? Uh, yeah, well, we, we carry we carry raincoats, uh, yeah. we carry fleeces, yeah. uh, our woolen hats, a lot of your heat goes out of your head. Yeah. Um, they're very much similar to what you would take for an adult. Um, but yeah, again, 
uh, I can honestly say I, I try to avoid those situations as much as possible. I re- remain flexible but when I take my take our kids into the hills. So uh, you really, really yeah. look at that forecast, get skilled at forecasting and work around that. Yeah. Yep. If you're doing the longer trips, huts or tents? Well, huts are great. Uh, huts are the closest many of us have. Uh, a different form, but the closest many of us have to a, a marae, you know, the shared space, the simplicity, uh, you get to meet lots of other people, um, so I, I love huts, I love huts, but uh, uh, tents can also be good for kids. <laughs> now the next thing is, how involved at different ages and stages do are, are kids capable of getting involved in, say, setting up a tent, for example? Oh, I know, it starts uh, th- three, four, uh, five-year-old kids that Pass me the pig can be the starting uh, point. Tents are fantastic. Even if you put them up in your lounge, tents are fantastic. <laughs> all, all kids love tents. <laughs> it's also about them learning, and I'm curious as to what your experience has been, learning to take responsibility over time as well, so you're really mm-hmm. growing them for the future, mm-hmm. whether it's packing their own gear. From a quite a young age, do you get them to pack their own gear? Uh, yes, give it we, a go. We do. You mentioned before, the, or maybe the, your listener did, the, the importance of anticipation. Um, you know, kids love anticipation. You know, get out a map, get out a guidebook, and and, and talk to them a, a week or so in advance, or a month or so in advance, about where you're going and what you need to do, and um, what gear you'll need. Um, you know, packing a few days in advance, looking at the type of food you're going to take. Uh, yeah, the, the more you anticipate it, the the more the more joy they get out of it. And the so more. the more, again, as the, as, as the email has said, the more yeah. they own it and they're in the thick of it. They're not just being taken along for the ride. Absolutely. This is something I find really interesting, this emailer. My dad would take me overnight tramping from when I was four or five years old. In my 20s, I gave it up for nearly 20 years. I took it up again in my mid-40s and planning logistics-wise and an enjoyment, it was just like riding a bike straight back into the serious backcountry, no problem, so grateful for the upbringing. I think that's so wise because kids who grow up in any kind of outdoor environment or getting out of town environment, they often will go away in years where they're busy with work or kids or travel or mm-hmm. partying. Mm-hmm. Yep. But what's laid down in the DNA at that age and stage, you never lose it and you come back to it. Can you can you agree? Oh, that, 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 we hear that all the time. Um, people are busy in their 20s and 30s, their jobs and their uh, other ambitions, their sports. Um when you have your your own kids, uh, it's a it's a really good time to to start. You know, people often settle down, <laughs> um, l- lose their other interests sometimes, or they get to, you know maybe taken away a little bit. Um, and and you remember the the stuff that you learnt when you were young, and uh, it creates a whole lot of um, yeah. Is is the opportunities return? What has it meant for your relationships for you and your kids as well? Because we know we're spending so much time with me on my device and mm. them on their devices, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's part of our world. Yeah. But what has having a strong part of your family life meant for your individual relationships with your kids? Oh, it's really special. Um, I was lucky enough to uh, be able to take my daughter tramping uh, uh, last summer, uh, up to a, a hut called Kapa Kapa Nui Hut at the edge of the Tarua Forest Park. Uh, it's the first time I've taken her uh, for a lot, sort of a longer two-day trip by herself, and uh, it's, just, it's just such a great experience. Seeing you know this real joy uh, in her face, and we did it in a slightly different way where we got to move through the bush a bit. Uh, uh, second morning, we were up on the tops uh, doing a, a, a cup of tea you know, on a 
on a primus, you know, the world all around us. You could see out to Kapiti Island, uh, down towards Wellington. Um, I, I think it's very special. Do we underestimate what children are capable of and even children who have um, physical or other challenges in their lives, do we underestimate what they can do if we, again, think about it and plan it? Uh, children, children are all different. Um, our, our middle child's autistic. Uh, and I, I spend a lot of time uh, outdoors with him because that's, um, well, it's really a way of our family coping in many ways, but it's also something he responds very positively to. Um, uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Ch- children are all different. Um, but they all, in your experience, most will get something out of this and their relationships will get something out of this. I, I think so. Uh, you know, there's no golden rules. Well, there's there's no. It's not going to work for everybody. Mm. There'll be kids that don't like the outdoors, but uh, you give them the opportunity. I think there's, there's, there's something there for uh, the vast majority of kids to to find and hold on to. So where did we start? Start in your own comfort level, your own comfort zone. Um, d- don't be afraid to start too too young. Start with simple and straightforward, and build everybody's expectations. Involve the kids the whole way. The planning, the anticipation. Have lots of fun. Take friends. Yeah. Take friends. Group trips. That's the other yeah. thing. You can have families get together every year for years and years to do this stuff. Yeah. Wonderful, Jamie. Thank you. Jamie Stewart, uh, King Tramper, dad of three and on the executive of Federated Mountain Clubs. Thanks for coming in.